Hello and welcome to the BDN Content Podcast. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about the most successful marketing campaign of all time. At least that's what I'm calling it. And it's based on another blog post that I'm publishing soon. The title is Andrew Tate, Misogynist or Marketing Mastermind, The Process Behind the Most Successful Marketing Campaign of All Time. Now, for those who didn't know, I'm, I'm just basically going to be going through the blog post here and adding some, some commentary. Uh, so, for those who didn't know, this guy named Andrew Tate became the most Googled person on the planet earlier this year. It was during the summer, I think. I think it was August when he became the number one most Googled person in the world. And even above people like Donald Trump, Joe Biden, not as interesting to the average internet searcher as Andrew Tate at, at that time. Everyone seems to be talking about how much they love or hate this guy, what he stands for, where he came from. Uh, there's a lot of interesting videos out there, actually, about where somebody just goes to a public place, college campus, whatever, and asks people, do you know who Andrew Tate is? What do you think of him? And uh, I won't go into detail, but those are, are pretty interesting. But nobody seems to be asking the question, how? How is this possible? How did one guy go from basically nobody to just the most famous person on the planet, 10x's net worth, take over the entire internet. Every social media platform in the world is just flooded with his content. Even though he's been banned, he was, I think it was in the summer, like not long after he became the most Google person on the planet, he just got banned from YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, everything. And after that, his popularity skyrocketed and we'll cover more on that later um, so in this post this video this episode uh, I'm gonna look at the process and the methods that this guy used to achieve monumental success in very short order I think it was it was about six months uh, that he, he did all of this and he's still everywhere because he appeared on other people's things but so first a little bit of background uh, who is Andrew Tate why does anyone care He's a four-time world champion kickboxer. He appeared on some reality shows like uh, the UK's version of Big Brother where he got kicked off the show. Uh, But none of that really has anything to do with his recent fame because, as I said, in little more than six months, he took over the entire internet. After being banned everywhere, he then went on to appear on national TV shows like Piers Morgan's uh, Uncensored where they tried to like sabotage him and destroy him but he somehow managed to turn it in his favor some kind of verbal jujitsu the guy just seems to come out on top of everything he does despite all these massive efforts to uh, discredit him and silence him and all this stuff it's just it's kind of funny actually how what an epic failure it's been on the part of whoever it is that that wants him to keep quiet and just remove him from existence at the exact it's had the exact opposite effect so and in the blog post here i have a screenshot of the google interest peaking at 100 during august of 2022 and his controversial takes on things like masculinity money and finance gender roles self-improvement are a big part of what got people talking about him he's appeared on dozens and dozens of podcasts and youtube channels a lot of them receive millions of views, sometimes even tens of millions of views uh, and listeners. And his brother, Tristan Tate, uh, also appears in a lot of the content. 
quick important note this is not an endorsement of anything the guy has to say I'm, I'm not giving any opinion on the specifics of his content okay so don't don't ban me YouTube Spotify whoever this is going to be shared everywhere but I'm, I'm not even going into any detail about anything he's ever said really other than mentioning you know that he said controversial things and that that's why he got banned I don't have any input on any of that. I'm strictly looking at the marketing methods used of how how this whole thing happened because uh, to me it's fascinating and it's even more fascinating that no one's really talking about it. There's not a whole lot of content out there about like how this is even possible. So th this guy was already successful before his recent famous. He was a multimillionaire before anyone knew his name uh, and the details of his past entrepreneurial endeavors can be found elsewhere online they're not really relevant for our purposes here don't don't need to go into that uh, but money wasn't even really the key to the success of this whole thing at least as far as I know there could be stuff behind the scenes uh, that no one knows about possibly but just looking at it from an outsider perspective uh, it's it's not as though he just paid for a bunch of ads or something instead he used this strategy that uh, the world's never really seen before and while certain tactics were kind of already known and used, the, the campaign as a whole is, was a massive undertaking that was executed in a way uh, never, that's never really been done before. So here's how it works. Yeah, I'm going into three steps. Step one is create controversy. It started off with Tate going on a bunch of different podcasts, talking about his views on money and life, other things. And a lot of his conversations were with people who disagreed with his views, and he'd often be over the top with his enthusiastic communica communication. Super entertaining. You can't deny. I don't care what you think about the guy. You have to admit that it's just the way he talks is, is entertaining. And a, a lot of his speaking actually involves, you know, the majority of his content is just about encouraging young men to live up to their potential, uh, asking the public in general to be less manipulated by the media and, and bragging about his finances and his uh, previous fighting prowess. Again, he was a four-time world kickboxing champion. Uh, but mixed in with all those more positive comments would be the occasional remark or rant or controversial worldview that uh, would get people talking, let's just say. Uh, and that was no accident. He's, he's said publicly that he uses this to his advantage he deliberately provokes people I saw one video he actually said he man, uh, emotionally manipulates people uh, just to get them talking to get them angry he talked about uh, I think it was Dave he was on Dave Portnoy's podcast and said something at one point in, in, a, in a way that would just be overtly offensive and that would get everyone mad and kind of fighting with each other and he, that was that was like entertaining to him and it was it just seemed rather easy to uh, kind of trigger people and then he, he takes things from there but that that was the key in setting the stage for this rise to radical fame step two is get banned really and this is really the key the most crucial and ingenious part of the strategy was that most of Tate's content doesn't exist on his own channels. He appeared on all these other people's videos and podcasts and stuff. 
And so, even after he got deplatformed, he's still everywhere. And people, YouTube, Instagram, and other social media networks still have tons of his content all over them. And people have been, you know, taking little pieces of interviews and putting them into reels and sh uh, YouTube shorts. And, you know, getting banned was really the best thing that ever happened to this guy in terms of his uh, popularity. Basically how it works is the majority of his content is all inspirational, motivational, speaking type stuff. Uh, but then there's these little comments thrown in there that uh, could be super offensive, over the top, just, just deliberately triggering people is all. So then when he got banned, a lot of that more negative stuff was removed as the platforms sought to enforce their terms of service that are very broad and vague and easy to enforce however somebody sees fit. So once all that stuff is gone, what does that leave you with? Nothing but the positive, motivational, inspirational stuff. And so most everything he says now that remains online and uncensored on mainstream platforms is just encouraging young men to become the best, best version of themselves, strive to get more out of life, refuse to settle for less, all, all that kind of stuff. And entire channels have popped up uh, with titles like Tate Inspiration or Make Money Like Tate or things like that. And all they do is just take little clips of this guy talking and like put music on it or put stock footage on it. And so he doesn't even have to do anything anymore. He's not he's probably not engaged in any type of marketing maybe he appears on some things here and there now but all this stuff is just people are doing it for him basically and it's not as though he's paying for it why would he do that he doesn't have to he's already rich and famous these are just things people are doing on their own and it makes sense because it it, it gets engagement so people have every incentive to try and piggyback off of that uh and that's what, in a sense, that's what I'm doing here too, right? This this podcast episode and uh, this blog post, there's a chance it'll get some traction just because it, it says Andrew Tate in the title. But nobody else, as far as I know at least, has offered uh, this unique marketing perspective of breaking down the process, looking at how it all worked. Everybody is just talking about how pissed off they are, they hate this this person or or that they're pissed off that other people are pissed off at him and uh, they think he should be defended like there's th there doesn't seem to be much of uh, an objective view as far as what uh, what actually happened and so I, I enjoy kind of looking at the stuff from just uh, a marketing perspective and the psychological perspective of how uh, how it all worked so the last step step three is just make a comeback you know after he was banned his popularity skyrocketed i never knew this guy existed until i heard about him getting banned last summer and within just a few months of that he started appearing on bigger shows never before like i mentioned earlier pierce morgan and stuff like that and none of that ever would have happened he never would have gained an audience with all these other people uh without having executed the first two steps of creating controversy and getting banned and all this led to him uh, allegedly increasing his net worth by about tenfold. He's said to be worth something in the realm of $350 million now. And it, it's just hilarious to me how it's hilarious how easily triggered people are. 
but also how badly it backfired these efforts to silence him and censor him just completely skyrocketed his fame and success and at this point it's pretty much impossible to erase him from the internet you would have to just shut down the entire internet because he's, he's literally everywhere there's too many different channels with his content on them to possibly get rid of them all and even if they did if they all disappeared tomorrow within a week a bunch of new channels would start popping up with repurposed content from from the Tate brothers and so summarizing now uh, this master plan he, he said in one podcast that this is step one of a three-step plan uh, nobody knows what uh, the next two steps are everything that I described here the three steps I described were uh, just a breakdown of step one as he would have called it and it's interesting that now that this has been done this playbook has kind of been revealed a bunch of other people have started emulating it whether they realize what they're doing or not there's been a whole bunch of people recently that have said something crazy gotten banned and then just become way more popular and so yeah it's interesting uh it's also kind of unfortunate that uh that it, it works and so we i guess we can expect to see uh, a lot more of this going forward and uh, alternative social media platforms will also grow in popularity as a result because when someone gets censored they go to another platform and then all their fans uh, jump over there and create an account so they can uh, keep up with the content so so that's pretty much it for now hope you guys enjoyed this uh, go to bdncontent.com to learn more about me my freelance writing services uh, leave a comment on the, the blog post and, and this youtube video like and subscribe and i'll see you next time